This is Supernatural Breakthrough with Mike Signorelli every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, a new episode drops. So the unseen realm, ancient wisdom, and your freedom awaits in this episode. Let's jump right in. I am going to now read scriptures And as I read these scriptures, I want you to listen. The Bible says faith comes by hearing and hearing the word. But I want to empower you to do something other than just listen. I want to empower you with these scriptures so that you can speak and declare them in your life and over your life. Now, before I read these scriptures to you, I want to draw your attention to a story that will help you understand the importance of this video right now. My wife, Julie, she and many of you know her, you've seen her online, she had two miscarriages. Now, the doctor said that her body identifies a fetus as a foreign object and attempts to push it out of her body. And so literally her body uh, was the enemy of her pregnancies. In other words, it, it was very difficult for her to go full term. As a matter of fact, we had our first baby, uh, which is Bella, but then the second and third were actually miscarriages. And the doctor said it's impossible. It's going to be nearly impossible for you to have kids. I did not receive that word from the physician. I did not receive that word from the doctors because I believed another word, which is the word of God. And I begin to declare the same scriptures that I'm going to speak now over my wife's womb. I literally would uh, lift up her shirt and point to her belly and speak these words over her womb. And then we got pregnant again, which is the fourth time. And we had Everly. And many of you have seen my my little daughter, Everly. And so I believe in speaking and declaring the word of God. I believe that when you speak the word, healing can happen. Now, the Bible says that his promises are yes and amen. The term yes and amen is a term of agreement and it's a term of covenant. Let it be so is the translation for amen. So when you speak a word, you're saying, let it be so in my life. So what I want to encourage you to do is not just hear the words that I'm about to speak, but actually take this list of scriptures and speak and declare them over your own life, okay? Because when you say it out loud, something different happens. Before I begin to go into each category, because we're going to deal with healing, then we're going to deal with favor, then we're going to deal with finances, and then lastly, with family. Healing, favor, finances, and family. And I'm going to speak and declare scriptures over each one of those categories. I have a story connected to each one, but I'm going to tell the stories now so that when I begin to go through this broadcast, you you can actually put this video on your television now. You can turn the volume up, and you can let every demon that is trying to torment your mind and convince you anything other than what I'm telling you to be silenced in the name of Jesus, according to the word of God. I've prayed favor over my life and I've gotten judicial favor in court matters where court cases were dismissed, tickets were dismissed. I've declared these scriptures over my finances and checks have come in the mail. People have come over to my house unsolicited and given me money, said that the Lord quickened them and told them to do it. These scriptures work. I've declared these verses over my family members. And as I was declaring these verses over my family members, there was reconciliation. There was, there was forgiveness. 
forgiveness. And it was an incredibly powerful experience, but it did not happen because I knew these scriptures. It happened because I spoke them out loud and I declared them. When Jesus was encountering the devil in the wilderness, it wasn't the scripture that Jesus knew. It was the scripture that he spoke and declared. Come on, drop in the chat right now and amen. Somebody say, let it be so in the chat right now if you believe what I just said. So I'm going to begin to speak these scriptures. I want you to go to sleep listening to these scriptures. I want you to wake up listening to these scriptures. I want you to put this video on repeat and let it fill the atmospheres of your home now. Let it fill the atmosphere of your car now. Let it fill the atmosphere of your workplace now and let the word of God accomplish all that it is set out to accomplish. We're going to start with scriptures concerning healing. Jeremiah chapter 17, verse 14, heal me, O Lord, and I will be healed. Save me and I will be saved for you are the one I praise. James chapter five, verses 14 through 15. Is anyone among you sick? Let them call the elders of the church to pray over them and anoint them with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer offered in faith will make the sick person well. The Lord will raise them up. If they have sinned, they will be forgiven. Now, James chapter five, verses 14 through 15 does not say they might be healed. It says the prayers prayed in faith, they will be healed. We stand on your promises and we all say, amen. Exodus chapter 15, verse 26. And he said, if you listen carefully to the Lord, your God, and do what is right in his eyes, if you pay attention to his commands and keep all his decrees, I will not bring on you any of the diseases I brought on the Egyptians for I am the Lord who heals you. And we believe it. Exodus chapter 23, verse 25. Worship the Lord your God. And his blessing will be on your food and water. I will take away sickness from among you. And we say, let it be so. Isaiah chapter 41, verse 10. So do not fear for I am with you. Do not be dismayed for I am your God. I will strengthen you and I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Wow, I feel the power of God speaking and declaring his word. When God's word is declared, it is established. When God's word is declared, it is effective. When God's word declare, it will always do that which it has been assigned to do. Isaiah chapter 53, verse four through five. Surely he took up our pain and bore our suffering. Yet we considered him punished by God, stricken by him and afflicted. But he was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. The punishment that brought us peace was on him and by his wounds. By his stripes, some translations say, we are healed. Declare it for yourself. I am healed by his wounds. 
Jeremiah chapter 30, verse 17 says, but I will restore you to health and heal your wounds, declares the word. Now, those scriptures that were read about healing have been declared over your life, but I challenge you now to speak them over your life, to see clearly in his word that God does not deal in uncertainties. God does not deal in I might do it. He says, I will do it. I will restore your health. Remind him of the promises that he made. Remind him of what he said. Remind him, put a demand on the anointing. Put a demand on God. Put a demand on him and let it be so according to his word and his promises. These next scriptures that I'm going to read are scriptures about the favor of God. The favor of God will open up doors that no man can shut. The favor of God will cause things to happen in your life that would not happen any other way. The favor of God will go before you like a shield and protect and preserve you. The favor of God will cause you to come out of obscurity and yet be brought into prominence to speak what God's place in your life to speak. The favor of God will cause things to line up on your behalf. And so when you speak the favor of God, when you declare the favor of God in these scriptures that I'm about to read right now, things will begin to happen that could not happen any other way. But the favor of God is something that's produced when we stand for righteousness. The favor of God is something that happens when we walk the narrow path. The favor of God is produced by going on a journey of sanctification and becoming more like him. But the favor of God is something that we can and should declare in accordance with his word. So I'm going to read these scriptures now. Let your faith for favor increase as you hear these words. But then I challenge you also to read them with me. Psalm chapter 90, verse 17. Let the favor of the Lord our God be upon us and establish the work of our hands upon us. Yes, establish the work of our hands. According to Psalm chapter 90, verse 17. The favor of God will establish the work of your hands. You will not be working in vain. You will not be working in vain, but rather the favor of God will establish the work of your hands. If you feel like you take two steps forward and three steps back, declare Psalm chapter 90 verse 17 over your life. Establish the work of my hands. Establish it, God, according to your favor. Okay, in Psalm chapter 5, verse 12, for you bless the righteous, O Lord, you cover him with favor as with a shield. If you feel constantly attacked, if you feel constantly as if people are rising up against you, if you feel like in the workplace, people are slandering you, if you feel like they're speaking it out against you, if you're dealing with a situation with a former spouse or, or an ex that is speaking it out against you, Psalm chapter five, verse 12 says, for you bless the righteous, O Lord, you cover him with favor as with a shield. Psalm chapter 90, verse 17 says, let the favor of the Lord, our God be upon us and establish the work of our hands. Psalm chapter 84, verse 11, for the Lord God is a sun and a shield. The Lord bestows favor and honor. No good thing does he withhold from those who walk uprightly. 
Okay, I need you to hear me say this. I need you to hear me say this right now, okay? Um, if you feel, okay, if you feel, if you feel like you're in a situation right now where you need the work of your hands established, it says, let the favor of the Lord be upon us and establish the work of our hands. But then in Psalm 84, 11, it says, for the Lord God is a sun and a shield. The Lord bestows favor and honor. No good thing does he withhold from those who walk uprightly. If you feel like things are being withheld from you, if you keep asking when, when's it going to happen? How's it going to happen? It feels like it's being withheld from me. You've got to declare this word over your life. Psalm chapter 30 verse five says, but his favor lasts a lifetime. Weeping may last through the night, but joy comes in the morning. Many of you have heard that scripture, but what you have not heard is that favor precedes joy. You've heard that joy comes in the morning. But you may not know if you read Psalm chapter 30, verse five, what comes before joy and what brings an end to the weeping is favor. It says, but his favor lasts a lifetime. Weeping may last through the night, but joy comes in the morning. And so favor will cause even joy to be released in your life and an end of a morning season. Let it be so God and the people of God said in the comments, amen, amen. If you feel weak right now, weak in your body, weakness in your legs, weakness in your arms, if you feel weak in your emotions, if you feel weak in your mind, if you feel weak in the area of your appetites because you're continually being drawn away by addiction, you have to declare this word. Psalm chapter 89 verse 17 says, by your favor, you make us strong. By your favor, you make us strong. My emotional strength is found in the favor of the Lord. Come on, I feel the anointing of God on this. I feel the anointing of God on this. If you feel weak in your mind, you have to declare favor over my mind. My mind is favored by God. Psalm chapter 89 verse 17 says, by your favor, you make us strong. So there is a strength that is released by favor. There is a strength that is released by favor. Psalm chapter 31 verse 15 says, my times are in your hands. If you are looking at the news media, if you're looking at the news media and you feel like in every direction there's chaos, if you're looking at the reports from the doctors and you say, I don't know how I'm going to make it through this. I don't know how I'm going to possibly survive this. If you feel terror because you're going to get evicted because you are there because they've said there's going to be layoffs at your job, you have to declare Psalm chapter 31 verse 15 that says, my times are in your hands. The favor of God is upon me. I can't lose my job unless it's his plan to give me another job. I can't be evicted from my house unless it's his plan to relocate me because my times, according to Psalm chapter 31, verse 15, are in his hands. They cannot touch me because I'm in his hands. See, when you become a people of the word, when you become a people of the word, you will not be sifted by the enemy. You will not be tempted by the enemy. You will not be drawn out and enticed by the enemy. You must become people of the word. Let's continue to declare his favor. 
In Jeremiah chapter 29, 11, many of you know it. It says, for I know the plans that I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for welfare and not for evil to give you a future and a hope. Ephesians chapter one, verse three, concerning the favor of God says, blessed be the God and father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places. Why is it in the heavenly places? Because whatsoever you loose in heaven will be loosed on earth. Whatsoever you bind in heaven will be bound on earth. It's in the heavenly realms because you must use your authority and your dominion to cause it to be released into the physical realm. And so it says, blessed be the God and father of our Lord Jesus Christ who has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places. So he's given you the blessing in the heavenly places, but you've got to decree, decree and declare his word to release it into the physical dimension. I know this teaching has been so good, but I wanted to pause for a second because I want to connect with you. Go to MikeSignorelli.com. Tell me your story. Check out all these resources I have available for you. And would you consider financially partnering? It's because people say, I'm going to join my finances with this podcast that we're able to reach so many people around the world. And I'll tell you this, we are good soil to sow into. So I'll see you at MikeSignorelli.com. And thank you so much for your financial gift. Okay, let's jump back in. So it already exists according to according to Ephesians chapter 1 verse 3, but you have to decree and declare his word. This is absolutely necessary in the lives of all believers. Okay, let me continue. 2 Corinthians chapter 9 verse 8, and God is able to bless you abundantly so that in all things, at all times, having all that you need, you will abound in every good work. Second Corinthians chapter nine, verse eight, numbers chapter 24, verse 26. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face towards you and give you peace. Now you see this. It says the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face towards you and give you peace. Do you hear that this is the language of a command? This is the language of, de of declaration. May the Lord do it. You see, you're, you're co-creating a reality. You're speaking. You're using your authority that God has given you to bring the blessing of the Lord upon you. Psalm chapter 31, verse 19, how abundant are the good things that you have stored up for those who fear you, that you bestow in the sight of all on those who take refuge in you. How abundant are the good things? How abundant are the good things that you have stored up for those? So if you're dealing with lack, God does not deal in the realm of lack. You see throughout the entirety of Jesus' ministry, he demonstrated Psalm chapter 31, verse 19, by always producing an abundance. When they ran out of wine, he turned water into wine and there was an abundance of wine. When he multiplied the loaves of fish and bread, he had to send his disciples back to clean up the loaves of fish and bread because he was able to feed more than 5,000 and there were leftovers that needed to be cleaned up. He's always 
always the God of abundance. He is not the God of scarcity. He is the God of abundance. When he said, put your net on the other side, he said, when you put the net on your side, the side of the professional, you will have some fish. But if you're willing to do the foolish things and put it on the side of faith, you will always see abundance, abundance, abundance. If you are not seeing an abundance in your ministry, if you're not seeing abundance in your business, if you're not seeing abundance in your life, there's a lack of stewardship and there's a lack of operation in faith and declaration of his word. We stand in Psalm chapter 31, verse 19. How abundant are the good things that you have stored up for those who fear you? Why are they stored up? Because your faith releases them. Because your faith releases them. They're stored up. You've seen the word of God. They're in the heavenly realm. They're stored up, but your faith releases them. Your declaration releases them. Your words releases them. When God spoke in Genesis chapter, in the book of Genesis chapter one, you begin to see him through the creation narrative. He speaks the word. It doesn't happen until after it's spoken. God created and God made. What's the difference between creating and making? One is in your mind and one is manifested into reality. You can think a thought, but when you speak and declare it, it manifests into reality. You must begin to declare the word like your father did in the Genesis account of creation. We've dealt with healing. We've dealt with favor. Let's deal with finances. These scriptures over finances, Demons hate these scriptures. Doctrines of demons that try to get you bound up in the poverty gospel hate these scriptures. Generational curses that are being enforced by demons that are in operation in your life hate these scriptures. I've declared these scriptures while my family was on welfare and poverty, and then I've launched multiple million dollar businesses on the other side of stewardship, leadership, and declaring these words I've given you now. And so as we go through these scriptures, these are the promises of God for you. The question is, do you want them? Do you believe them? Or will you believe the lie of the enemy? Proverbs chapter 22, verse seven, the rich rules over the poor and the borrower is the slave of the lender. And we declare that we will not be a slave to anyone. We will not be a borrower. We will be those that lend. We will be those that are faithful with little and become ruler over much. And everybody in the comments said, amen. Concerning our finances, we declare these scriptures, Philippians chapter four, verse 19. And my my God will notice the language of certainty, not might, not maybe will my God will supply every need of yours according to his riches in glory in Christ Jesus. And we say, amen. Concerning our finances, we declare the word of the Lord. Hebrews chapter 13, verse five, keep your life free from the love of money and be content with what you have. For he has said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. God, we do not love money. We love you. And as we love you and serve you, money will fund our businesses. Money will fund our ministries. Money will fund our families so that your love will be known to the nations. And we all said, amen, amen. Luke chapter six, verse 38, give and it will be. Notice the language of certainty. It doesn't say it might and it doesn't say maybe. It says give and it will be given to you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together 
together, running over, will be put into your lap. For with the measure that you use it, it will be measured back to you. And the people of God declare that we will use finances to advance the kingdom. We will use finances to advance our love and the love of others for Jesus Christ. And it will be measured back to us according to the measure that we use it. Amen. Ecclesiastes chapter five, verse 10. He who loves money will not be satisfied with money, nor he who loves wealth with his income. This is also vanity. God, we love you, not wealth, but because we love you, we will be entrusted with more. First Chronicles chapter 29, verse 14. But who am I and what is my people that we should be able thus to offer willingly for all things come from you and of your own have you given it? First Corinthians chapter 16, verse two, on the first day of each week, each of you is to put something aside and store it up as he may prosper so that there will be no collecting when I come. God, we will set it aside. We will set it aside so that we may prosper. God, we are designating and setting it aside so that we will prosper according to 1 Corinthians chapter 16, verse 2. 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 7. Casting all your anxieties on him because he cares for you. Father, we will not worry. We will not be full of anxiety and fear, but we will cast all our anxieties because he cares about our finances. First Timothy chapter six, verse 17 says, as for the rich in this present age, charge them not to be haughty, nor to set their hopes on the uncertainty of riches, but on God who richly provides us with everything to enjoy. Father, we thank you that our trust is not in riches. We will not become prideful and arrogant as you increase our wealth and our provision, but we set our hope on you and you will richly provide everything that we need and we will enjoy it in your presence. Uh, third John chapter one, verse two says, beloved, I pray that all may go well with you and that you may be in good health as it goes well with your soul. Father, I thank you that our health will increase as our wealth increases. God, that we are going to come into a place of stewardship of our bodies, stewardship of our finances, and that we would prosper even as our soul prospers. And we say, amen. Amen. God, it is your desire. It is your desire to see your people blessed through stewardship, to see your people blessed according to your word. Deuteronomy chapter eight, verse 18 says, you shall remember the Lord, your God, for it is he who gives you power to get wealth that he may confirm his covenant that he swore to your fathers as it is this day. Church, Covenant is forever. Covenant is forever. The covenant that was made with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob was not abolished by the work of the cross, but rather it was continued and extended 
even into the Gentiles, even to those who are not Jews. So now we've been engrafted into a covenant and Deuteronomy chapter eight, verse 18 says, you shall remember the Lord your God, for it is he who gives you power to get wealth that he may confirm his covenant that he swore to your fathers and it is this day. So we stand together, Jew and Gentile, covenantial family saying that he will give us power to get wealth, to confirm that covenant. And we all say in in the comments now. Amen. Amen. This video has been incredibly powerful. Please give it a thumbs up now. Make sure you subscribe to my channel now because this last portion is for your family. We've dealt with scriptures concerning healing, favor, finances, and now your family. Now your family, there's many things that God says concerning your family, and we are not going to allow our family to be the ones that have the final word. We are not going to allow the enemy to be the one who has the final word. We are going to allow God to have the final word concerning our families and to have the final word concerning what he says about their destiny. And so I want to see every single one of you engage right now with these words. Let this broadcast resound through your home and every living room, car, dormitory, workplace, and car right now so that the Lord God Almighty can, uh, can act swiftly concerning his word and his promises to his people. Colossians chapter 3 verse 13 says, bear with one another and if one has a complaint against another, forgive each other as the Lord has forgiven given you, so you also must forgive. Psalm chapter 127, verse three through five. Behold, children are a heritage from the Lord, the fruit of the womb, a reward. Like arrows in the hand of a warrior are the children of one's youth. Blessed is the man who fills his quiver with them. He shall not be put to shame when he speaks with his enemies in the gate. Psalm chapter 137, verse three through five. For those of you who have a barren womb, for those of you who have a desire to have children, we declare that children are a heritage from the Lord, the fruit of the womb, a reward. So we speak and declare that wombs would begin to open now in Jesus' name and that the fruit of the womb will be a reward from God to be children in Jesus' name. Ephesians chapter 5, verse 25 says, Husbands, love your wives just as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her. We declare that husbands will begin to love wives according to the love of Christ in and through them in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, we declare it. 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 4 through 8. Love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy and it does not boast and it is not proud. It does not dishonor others. It's not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres, perseveres because love never fails. We speak the love of God over our family. This love releases healing. It releases humility. It releases honor. It releases selflessness. It releases a servant's heart. According to 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verses 4 through 8. 
Romans chapter 12, verse nine, let love be genuine, abhor what is evil, hold fast to what is good. First John chapter four, verse 19, we love because he first loved us. The love of the father fills our homes now, fills our families now because we were first loved. Okay, 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 13 says, So now faith, hope, and love abide. These three, but the greatest of these is love. Luke chapter 6, verse 31 says, And as you wish that others would do to you, do so to them. We declare that in our family, we will treat others as we want to be treated. And the Lord will release favor among our uncles, our cousins, our brothers, our aunts, our nieces, our nephews, our grandparents, our fathers and mothers. We will experience Luke chapter six, verse 31. They will treat us as we, uh, we will treat them as we desire to be treated by them. And the Lord will bring a healing and a peace as a result of it. Romans chapter 12, verse 18 If it is possible, as far as it depends on you, live at peace with everyone. We declare the peace of God over our homes right now. Right now, the peace of God over our homes right now. We declare the peace of God, the shalom, the shalom. Acts chapter 16, verse 31 through 34. And they said, believe in the Lord Jesus and you will be saved, you and your household. And they spoke the word of the Lord to him and to all those who were in his house. And he took them the same hour of the night and washed their wounds. And he was baptized at once, he and his entire family. And then they brought them up from his house and set food before them. And he rejoiced along with his entire household that he believed in God. Along with everyone now under the sound of my voice, we declare that our entire household will be saved, will be baptized, and will rejoice in the ways of God now. Every single one of our family members will come to know Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior because the favor of God is upon us. And according to Acts chapter 13, Acts chapter 16, verse 31 through 34, we see Stand on your word and declare and release it. The prodigals are coming home. Chains are broken. Curses are broken. And we will see the fulfillment of Acts chapter 16, verse 31, as they are saved, baptized, filled with the Holy Spirit, and they mount up in their purpose like never before. And we all said in the comments now, amen, amen. Guys, I want you to know that in the description of this video now is a link. And one of the gifts that I want to give you today is I want to give you a PDF download for free of every single one of these scriptures broken down by the categories of healing, favor, finances, and family. So I want you to go into the description of this video now, and I want you to subscribe to my email list where you're going to receive a download to the PDF where you can print this out. You can hang it up in your, your job. You can hang it up in your cubicle. You can put it on the mirror of your bathroom. Please tag me on Instagram so I can see it in the places that you end up putting this. You can actually save it to your phone, screenshot it, screenshot a section of it, and put it as your screensaver. You can send it to 
of different people, but I want you to know I love you so much. As a global family, it's so important that you are equipped with the Word of God. And I know that there are 66 books of the Bible, and you may have gotten stuck in Leviticus somewhere, but I've went through the Bible and curated this list of scriptures about healing, favor, finances, and family. And I'm doing this because many times in my life, I've gone back to God's word and I've declared it over my family. When I was a teenager, I did this when I was a teenager. I took these scriptures, printed them out, put them in my bedroom. I literally would make a list of the things that I needed and I would begin to declare God's word alongside of the things I was asking him for. And he was faithful every single time to give me those things that I needed according to his riches and glory. Well, we are coming to the end of yet another incredible time together every Monday, every Wednesday and Friday at 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. I am posting a new podcast so that you can be equipped and learn and grow. And you know, if you got this far, you may want additional mentorship and you may want to connect with me on a deeper level, which is why I have the Breakthrough Community. If you visit MikeSignorelli.com or BreakthroughTeaching.com, you can become a monthly financial partner for $27 a month or $297 for the entire year, you can come into the Breakthrough Community. We do monthly Zooms. Yes, monthly Zooms. It's wild. People from all over the world are there, including prophetic seminars and teachings that literally are banned on other platforms. All of it's waiting for you, including a private Facebook group with all of the other Breakthrough Community members. So again, go to MikeSignorelli.com or BreakthroughTeaching.com and become a monthly partner. I can't wait to see you there, and I will see you in the next podcast episode.